0: Go to bombas.com slash acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash acast code acast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I'm joined by the lovely Chloe Bronnett. How are you, Petal? I'm good. How are you? I'm having a very nice time.
1: Good, so am I. I didn't get the massive intro that I did on the first oh, part. But... Not. Sorry, I, I, I honestly, you can't get used to that,
0: Chloe. Come on now, girl. um I want to talk to you about Towie. Like we obviously have touched on it and stuff, and I can't yeah. believe it's been three years since you burst onto our yes. screens already. Yeah. Has that
1: flown for you? Oh, it's flown by, but it also feels like I've been doing it for longer. Do you yeah, know what I mean? I like, I'm just so used to it now. I always I think, oh that. my god. But I feel do, like I've been doing it for ten years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, well, I mean, you, how many series have you done though? Three years? How many series? Oh,
1: um, we do two series a year, so probably about six, six series, maybe. I think we've done we done a double series as well, so we've done you? like two episodes a week and stuff like that. So I think about six. Oh
0: god! But that's still that's still a significant amount of like reality TV crammed into such a short space of time. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It is. It's like the whole three years, basically, just doing that. <laughs> And like, it can't, like, regardless
0: of whether people love you or hate you or whatever their mm. opinion is of Chloe Brock, or who, at least who they think Chloe Brocken is, you yeah. can't argument that you are fucking, you, you've brought some life to this show, haven't <laughs> you? <laughs> Without a doubt, man. Like, I was just saying to my producer before, like... I like when I try and catch Terry and everything, I watch it. I love it. But like when I don't watch it, I catch up on Instagram. Like I follow yeah. the account, and like if ever I'm scrolling, and I see a clip with you. I know it's going to bang. I'm like, okay. yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be good. Like you're entertaining to watch. Do you Thank feel? You. Do, is that just who you are? Like mm-hmm. every day, are you the drama with your mates, or yeah. are you doing that specifically for the show?
1: Um. I feel like with Chloe Meadows, she's one of my best friends, she always says that when you watch me on the show and then you see me on a normal night out, she's like, you're so, like, not timid, but I'm quite quiet. I wouldn't want to cause any drama on a night. Like, I hate stuff like that. I hate arguing and I really don't like it. If I was to fall out of one of my friends in real life, I'd be so upset. But with TOWIE, it's my job. And everything I do, I take really seriously. And if I feel like this needs to be good, then I'm going to make it good. If I have a little inkling of a storyline, I'm going to drop it in there. (laughs) I'm going to make that. And it just needs to be done. You know what it's like. We're making a show at the end of the day. And even though it's reality, we still need to drum it up. Like I grew up watching The Hills and I bloody loved it. And I was like, this is so good. So if I can be like Spencer out of The Hills, I'm going to (laughs) be like Spencer.
0: (laughs) So you then actively take on that very controversial and divisive role. And you know that's going to come with mm-hmm. its criticisms, you know? Yeah. Um, That's an awful lot of pressure for a young yeah. girl. Like, yeah. does it get to you sometimes, Chloe?
1: Um, there's a lot of pressure, don't get me wrong, there is. And also, a lot of the pressure I put on myself, I'm fully aware of that. I could go on Satoway and just have an easy ride if I wanted to. Yeah, majority, yeah. Of the, majority of the cast members do. But, <laughs> <laughs> just I... Just robbing and <laughs> Hoping to have an argument with Chloe Bean this week. <laughs> It's not going (laughs) to happen. But, you know, I could do that if I wanted to. I could sort of just play it safe and it could be, you know, easy viewing and nice watching. But for me, who wants to see that? I've grown up watching reality TV. I've grown up, you know, I used to watch Georgia. I used to see you and be like, oh, she's going to have a ride. And it's what people want to see. Do you know what I mean? And it is. And as much as people love the light and the comedy, and I'm aware of that fully, People also live for the drama because if yeah. they didn't, then they'd be watching *Downton Abbey*. Do you know what I mean? And that's and that's why I try and bring it on Towie. To and it, it, of course, it's hard sometimes. Like when you read a comment, it's the ones where they talk about you so personally, as if they yeah. live next door to you. Like, mm. I think someone said, oh, I'll at it again, being vile," and it's like one of them ones, and you think, "Fuck off!" Like <laughs> you don't know me. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like sometimes yeah. it can really bother me. But I've got this thing where I try and imagine a troll to be like sitting in their like living room eating like a plate of um, like spaghettiOS and shouting yeah. at their wife, and that's that's what I've imagined every troll to be like now. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> I
0: always say like, listen, I'm not going to take any advice from some fella who's fucking sitting in his Mars box room wanking into a yeah. sock. That's, that's what exactly. I say. <laughs> yeah. But like, actually, it's as I've discovered in like the, through me through the long time I've spent in, like, this industry, it's it's unfortunately not. There's so many normal people doing it, and it's such a travesty to think. Like that, but it, whatever,
1: it drives it, me mad. I would, I would never think to do that, ever.
0: The thought, and especially because when I started, I was similar age to you, like, you are now, obviously, not when yeah. you start, but the thought that I would have a friend or a fella or um, whatever who would sit... On a medium like Instagram or Twitter and criticise a young girl I know. And her, her fi- makes me sick. Like, it makes me sick that I if could do this. I one of my like friends, that. I'd be
1: like, What are you doing? I'd find what that are you so doing weird. With your life? I'd find it I bizarre. Know. It's just uh, very, very strange. But I always think that, in a way, like you know, good for them. They feel like they know me so well. I must have done a really good job. I've, I've walked into your living room, and that's what Mar was meant to do. So good. T- take it as a take it as a positive. Like
0: <laughs> whatever way you look at it, mate. Like on a show like Towie, a show like Jodie Shaw, a show like Slaves Go Dating, people are going to have. Like not everyone is going to like you, though. Unfortunately, like you can't you can't do anything to please your way into collectively being liked. Like it's. No. I have this saying, and it's definitely not mine. Um, I can't remember who I stole it from, but it's... um, You could be the best peach in the world. The juiciest peach, the ripest peach, fuzziest peach on the tree. And someone will just come along who doesn't like peaches
1: yeah like, that is you so can't, true you,
0: can't, yeah. uh, you know what I mean so it doesn't matter Chloe whether you are rowing every week on the show or you are being this very soft timid version of you like not everyone's going to like you all the time so you best make sure you just whatever you do sits right with you and you can see yeah. it at night um, yeah. but I will say like I remember like obviously I did Armis Armis sorry, get me out of here with Fern
1: Oh, yeah, I love uh, Fern. I love
0: Fern. Yeah, I love Fern. And, yeah. like, you know, I had preconceived notions of Fern before I went into the jungle, and everybody in the press was pitting work against each other. Like, Vicky Patson and Fern McCann, North Mead South, two reality TV so Are they going to get on? And, you know, Spencer was going in as well, but they didn't do it to a man. It was all about yeah. me and her. Yeah. And um, it was like, are oh, they going to row and all this? And I allowed it to get into my head. And I'd seen her on Towie. I thought, oh, she's going to do this and she's going to do that. And, like, I've spoken to her since. She thought the same thing of me, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. got in there, mate, and we got on like a house on fire, and like yeah. still to this day, consider it to be one of my best friends in the industry. She's amazing and such a huge like inspiration to me. Yeah. Um, but she told me about how she was like, I had an I had an option, you know, like do I fade into the background? Um, or do I like get in a relationship and have loads of drama on the show which of course everybody loves watching or do I be that person that they need that instigator that fire starter that oh I heard from so and so you did this and from a viewer's perspective like you just think oh yes Fern at it again yes Chloe Bing, at it again opening their mouth but actually it's what's required of a character to make a story Yeah. yeah and without them what would we'd have no magic so she opened. He said to me, "Like I chose to take on that role to give myself screen time, and it's probably very similar to what you're saying.
1: You know, it it was such a small part of it as well. I've had, like, obviously, our Thai producers come and go." So, in a few of the series, we had a producer and he'd worked on Fern series. And he was like, yeah, it's a very similar role to what Fern would do. I'm watching it before. I suppose, like, when I was younger and it'd be on in the background, I was never really, like... When I joined the show, they made out that we were, like, avid watchers of Tally. <laughs> and I was like... Oh, Obsessive what? fans. <laughs> so I was obsessed with I really with like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I'd have it on in the background a little bit and stuff. And I remember seeing Fern and being like, oh, look, she's arguing again. When they put but reruns on now... we cool. did, We all yeah, did it. When they put reruns on now and I see her come up, you realise what an amazing cast member she was. she done so much, and she delivered so much. She was the central of drama that she wasn't even involved with, and I think that's what makes her such a good cast member. And I think she was so central, and them cast members are needed, because Mm. without them, you haven't got a show. You've just got a group of people that all know each other and have got something in common, and that's boring. And you know what, it's really interesting that you say that, because I think... If anybody's listening to this and
0: gets a takeaway from it, like I think we have to really change the way we watch reality TV. Like, oh, yes, it's it's so lovely to have your characters like on my show, like Charlotte was, like funny and cute and super. Like, you know, you oh, you want to get the boy. It's really it's really lovely to have your characters on mm. Towie, like your Pete Wicks or your Jess Wrights or your Chloe Meadows, whatever. Like, you know, but actually, it's so important to have these huge catalysts, these driving forces that. Push that narrative forward, that create the entertainment, push the drama because it can't all just be light. Like in life, we need to have shade. There needs to Can be. Ups I always and downs. watch the show like
1: a pantomime. Always watch it like a pantomime. If you see yourself as the big bad witch, and you see someone as the as you know the goody. Everyone cheers when the big bad witch comes out because she's exciting. Do you know what I mean? As much as you don't like her, you're still thinking, oh, what's she going to do? And that's the same thing with any reality show. You always need the good and the bad. Growing up, it was Heidi and Spencer and everyone was like, oh, my God, Heidi and Spencer are evil. Watching them now, you're like, they're so fucking fun. And you can tell that Spencer doesn't care. He obviously exactly. is just doing it to annoy everyone. And to be honest, do you think I leave and think, oh, Danny and Gatsby, I hate them. Of course yeah. I don't. I don't care yeah. about these people. But in the moment, if someone says something to me, of course I'm going to react. It's the it's yeah. show. It's what we're here to do, you know. And I think yeah. the minute people realise that and realise, you know, of course I don't like these people, they don't affect my life, but I'm doing yeah. it for entertainment purposes, I think people just take it with a lot a lot more lighter than they should yeah. do now. Because some people take this, like, this is how I live my life, and it's really yeah. not.
0: Yeah, I think if you were to live, if anyone was to live their life exactly the same way that they did when they were on, like, filming a reality TV show, it would be incredibly exhausting. Like, yeah. I it just be so drained. So, no, I think if anybody is listening to this, like, please take that away. Like, reality shows are amazing, and yes, they show aspects of people's lives and so many elements of a person's character, but it is constructed to a certain extent for entertainment so please before you write a comment before you like reach out to someone and say something hateful remember it is a tv show and you're seeing a very small part of that person's life yeah
1: I think with me as well like what I've always tried to do throughout filming of TOWIE is remain truthful to myself like me and Ella fell out very early on in the early series and with TOWIE there's always this sort of thing where you argue and then you make up with me I felt like We was never going to make up. I didn't want to, so I didn't. And in a way, did it hinder stories? Sometimes, because it probably would have been easy if we did make up, because then we could have been around each other. But because we both didn't, I'm sure she felt the same as well, because we both didn't like each other that much, we both chose not to make up, because it would have been unrealistic for us to do so. Do you know what I mean? Me going to Chloe Sims' birthday party at the end of last series. I wouldn't sit around her birthday in real life, so why would I do it on the show? And I think stuff like that makes it so real because it's not just the show in that aspect. Personally, I know it's a scene. I know it's not her actual birthday party, but would I choose to sit around her? No, and I'm sure you was the same with stuff like that. Oh, so our show, like in in so many ways, babe, like Tawie
0: was is similar to Jodie. You know, we both burst on the scenes at the same time, us and Made in Chelsea, and there are so many similarities to be drawn. But yeah, for us, I felt like this is the big difference here. We were taken away from all of our actual lives. We were. I know. I live- it
1: must be so hard.
0: Yeah, but you probably got a bit of an element with that on celebs. Did you all live in the mansion again this year? No, we didn't. Oh, okay, so okay we've okay. done.
1: We've done it in the agency. Okay, so.
0: so- you, when you are so far removed from your friends, your family, you don't even have your phone call. Like these yeah. people, like, you know, James, Sophie, whatever, they become like your life. And even if you, in your head, know, oh, I've got mates I've had for 20 years. These aren't my real pals. Like, come on. you. It's very hard for you to snap out of it. You become yeah, so probably. invested and involved because you're around them 24 hours a day. So I do feel like I, I can't relate in that sense, but I completely understand. And you're right. Like one thing that screams off the screen to me when watching it is you are staying very true to yourself
1: in a world (laughs) I can't imagine it's easy to do that it would be far easier to just get swept up it would be a lot more easier to just sort of like you know I fell out with Saffron a few series ago they cut the cast very very small and they sort of was like Chloe we're struggling for people for you to film with because you don't talk to them (laughs) and I was like well you should have got rid of my friends then (laughs) (laughs) So it was almost like, do I sort of sacrifice my sort of pride and talk to these people to make a better show, or do I not and stay true to, to myself? And I chose to stay true to myself, and it meant me sitting on my own at a lot of event days. It meant me.
0: <laughs> I did. My heart breaks for your Claude. You know what? A lot of the times, you know, a lot of the times I sat on my own too. I hope you know that. Good. Like, this is not the end of your story, girl
1: it's not no it's not because they brought my friends back at Christmas so oh, I like, no, <laughs> look at Billy Big Dick
0: swinging it round she gets her all the way in the end go on, queen that's pulling power like, I'm
1: not on, my, not on my own anymore am I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking come at me now bitches <laughs> but yeah it was you know I didn't want to just sort of make up with these people that I didn't feel like I wanted to and that was it and I just thought you know what I will sit on my own and I will do these things and I will you know it's of course I I'll be the first to admit that it was intimidating walking into a room full of people that you know don't yeah. like you. Yeah. And as much as I'll sit there and be like, I don't care, majority of the time I don't, but sometimes I think you know what, this is not fun. No. <laughs> and, and you're only chance.
0: human, that's like Jesus Christ. Yes. Like, what I'm hearing, I'm hearing a lot of bravery, I'm hearing like strength and wisdom beyond your years, but I'm also <laughs> getting me, and I can only say this as someone who's gone through it myself, I'm hearing bravado claw. Like, yeah. do you think in the next couple of series, because you are definitely going nowhere on Taui. You are definitely <laughs> there. Do you think on the next quarter series we'll see more of like vulnerable claw? We'll see more of like this claw who yeah, you are when you're at I home.
1: Think, yeah, I think that, you know, it's nice for me to sort of be more myself and open yeah. up. And the reason I found it so hard on Taui was, you know, you saw me open up with Courtney and Chloe and and Amber, and obviously they're my best friends. Mm. And then the minute they left and I just had Amber with me, it was harder for me to sort of open up and be vulnerable because the majority of people around me didn't like me. So it's sort of, I felt like... It's not the right environment to open open up. No. Mm. And it's like, the minute you do open up, the minute I opened up was at a singles retreat, I had Frankie Sims behind me guy, and that was embarrassing. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, why would I open yeah. up around people like you? I choose not to. And if you choose to rub me up the wrong way, then I'm gonna come for you. And that then mm. that was the that was the way it went. Mm. There was really no opportunity for me to open up last series, really, except for a scene that I'd done with my mum. Aww, so mummy obviously, I, I would like to be able to open up more, but I think it's when the environment's right. Yeah, and it has to be right for you, exactly like you are No, I think that's ready to pop the question.
0: is, is stand up for yourself. And like <laughs> Yeah, are oh, no honestly mate, as someone who like has fought from for what from to be this version of me and stood up for loads of things in, in terms of what I think is right. I, I know how hard that can be. Um so yep. I just wanted to like congratulate you basically.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: There's this one moment where, you know, you've had this little like tryst with James Locke. Um and and, and Gatsby's called you something, you know what I mean? And I actually loved the stance you took on that. Like, I yeah. experienced a lot of it when I was, like, starting out in the industry. Like, the boys were completely applauded and patted on the back when they, like, they're, you're, like... They ...going at it like rabbits with all these different random birds, you know? And it was like, oh, he's a top shagger, he's got a massive dick, like, woo! Honestly, everyone was cut over the moon for the boys. You know, when a girl had sex, she was called worse than a pickpocket. Oh, yeah, of course. And I just that I'm going back 10 years mate yours is very recently I find it disgraceful that we've not moved on as a society well, so do and, I <laughs> and, that, and, yeah. and I love the fact that you're still pushing for that progress but I'm annoyed I always that, will yeah. I
1: always will I'm just annoyed just that we think, still have yeah. to it's, it's it's actually disgusting that we still have to it's, it's ridiculous I think when I was in school, I went to a school where it wasn't, like, the thing to be having sex. If you was having sex, you were spoken about really badly. So I didn't. And that just shows how much it impacted me. I didn't have sex until I left school. I was 17, and I was just a prude all the way throughout. Now, unfortunately, every person I sleep with, it seems to be plastered over the front cover of the news or talked about on telly. And I think, imagine everyone, every girl in the country everyone knowing who you've slept with Mm -hmm. because that's how it feels for me. And I walk into a room and I've got someone like Gatsby being like, everyone's talking about it. Why should anyone, whatever they're doing in their sex life, their private life, why should that be your discussion? Because I know I don't talk about his sex life because he hasn't really got one. So at the end of the day, I just don't find it necessary to do that. I just don't. And I think the fact that I called him out, and when I did, he was like, oh, but I didn't mean it like that. Mm. There's no other way you could. No, you couldn't. You couldn't mean it in any other way. And I think... What example? One of a cast member said to me, and I said it on Club Court in Courtney's podcast. A cast member said to me, Do you think you should just say that you regret it with Lockie because it'll make the situation better? No, and I said, No, I don't because I don't regret it, why would I? I was single, he was single, we had a good time. Yeah. And why would I regret it? Yeah. And also, what example does that set for young girls that have gone out, slept with someone, and it's like, oh, if you just say you regret it, it'll make it better. It tells them that they should be
0: ashamed of get of pleasure. And it is yeah. just such a backward like, opinion. It's such a terrible thought process. Like, if men can go out and have sex, and if they're of age, if, if, if it's consensual, if, it may, if, it, if they're having fun, women should be able to do exactly the same thing. And any other mindset or thought process around it is incredibly unprogressive. And I applaud you, lass, for standing your ground and, like, holding your own, when I bet you it wasn't easy in that toxic situation. So good for you.
1: No. Good for course, you. thank come. you. It was really hard, like, obviously hearing that Gatsby called me a bike was something I wasn't aware of. Um, and when I spoke to producers, in a I'm way, I that, that, actually...
0: I'm annoyed that that was shown, actually. On I'm your not. Mouth.
1: You're I, not? I'm not. Go and on, I wasn't first, but the reason why I'm not was he didn't know that that was kept on camera. Oh, so he so saw for what he really was. Mm. Yeah. He said it as he left a scene, and they panned over and kept it in, and he had no idea that that was being kept on. And at first, I said to them, how can you put that in and not tell me? And they said, we didn't tell him. And I thought, you know what, actually thanks because if that's the way he's walking around or any man is walking around talking about a woman then that should be projected that should be shown and I was actually over the moon that that was shown because it's one thing saying the way I'm being treated is wrong you shouldn't say this you shouldn't say that and you always get some idiot going well you are a slut and it's like actually how how does that sort of you know come across when he's saying that you can't you can't argue that it come from his own mouth yeah, no, honestly, mate, like, and, you know,
0: I, I'm i going to give Gatsby the benefit of the doubt here as well and say, like, this will have given him, this will have taught him a lesson as well about his attitudes towards sex and women and taking control of our own, like, you
1: know, like sexual journeys and stuff. Listen, I'm not saying he's the only one who's got that fault. I'm no. not the only one who, you know, it's, and the thing is, as well, he's an older person. He's like 30, 35. That is, that That's was right. probably the view. That is probably the view when he was in school. That is probably the dumb thing to do when he was younger. I sit there and talk about a woman for enjoying herself. But we're not in them times anymore. It's and still a woman not, can do whatever she likes. It's still not an acceptable
0: narrative. Like, whatever age you're at. Like, if you are going to... Uh, uh, if men are going to be applauded for it and it's acceptable for them, like, it has to absolutely be the same for women. It's 2022, man. Like, come on. Um, Chloe, I could sit and talk to you all day, but I'm very aware that you're still such a busy woman like I wanted to extend this like and I I, please don't feel any pressure but like if you ever wanted to ask us any advice mate like or if you just want to run anything by us or use us as a soundboard like for a lot of the stuff you're going through I've been there and done it and I'd be more than happy to like be there for you even if you just want to whinge at us so you know where I am I'll send you my number um, and we'll keep in touch but right before I let you go um, here you Vicki in The Secret too. we always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom. Um, yeah. So just so they don't feel like they've been listening to me witter on for an hour. <laughs> um, and I'm so proud of you and everything you've managed oh, to thank achieve. You. Thank you. Oh, honestly, no, thank you. In the last like three years. And I'm absolutely certain we've not seen the end of Chloe B. Like we're going to get so <laughs> much more from you. you have got so much more to give. Um, but you are strong and sassy. And so much more shrewd than people will give you credit for. Um, and it just feels like you're doing it all effortlessly and not giving a fuck, really. So I want, I think there'll be loads of people out there who could learn a little bit about just owning their journey unapologetically. And I want to know what your secret is to not giving a fuck.
1: <laughs> My secret to not giving a fuck is just knowing. But anything I do was done for a reason and it taught me something, it brought me somewhere, it made me learn a lesson and even if it wasn't a positive thing that I'd done, I can take something positive from it. Everything I've done, every mistake I've made has made me a better person and that's why I always try and remember. And When people say to me, do you have any regrets? I always say no. And that's why I don't give a fuck. Because I'm like, everything I do happens for a reason. I'm being guided by someone or something somewhere. It sounds very spiritual, but I feel like that. I feel like something's leading me this way. And at the time, I thought, why did I do that? And then I thought, I know why that's happened. And I know why that's happened. I think we, as people, we often try and spend so long trying to plan and put things forward and write steps out. And I've realised that you can't do that because... You never know what's going to happen. So I just don't give a fuck because I always know I'm going to be all right because I'm a good person. And I think that's what people should remember. (laughs) Yes, I love that. Like, and what I take away from that is if you
0: trust in your journey, if you embrace every day, live life and treat people with respect and compassion and kindness, everything is going to go the right way eventually. And there might be twists and turns and God, there might be some little like knees, but that's all part and parcel of the journey. So thank you, mate. You've given me loads to think about. I'm sure our (laughs) listeners have loved it loved
1: it too i hope you have a great day (laughs) thank you i hope you do too i've really enjoyed this thank you so much for asking me as well i really appreciate it
0: (laughs) well guys that was chloe brockett and i don't know about you but whether you love her or whether based on what you've seen from her on tv so far you have a more complicated relationship with her i think what we heard there was super illuminating like, she's far more self-aware and shrewd, intelligent and articulate than so many people give her credit for. And then, you know what? I'm going to hold my hands up and say it than probably I gave her credit for. I was really impressed by her. And I hope I didn't come across as patronising or anything yet, but she's just so young and she's already so brilliant and ambitious. Now, I think that was a really great episode and I hope you took something away from it. If anything, potentially that we shouldn't judge a book by its cover or a reality TV star by those couple snippets that we see of them on the TV. People are multifaceted and brilliant, and there's so much more to them than we may see on those couple minutes of telly every week. Well, guys, that was Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I absolutely loved that episode. Hope you did as well. Um, if you are loving the series so far, please tell your mates, leave a review, do all of the podcasty things, and I'll see you next week.